Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is a Lip Media Podcast. We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we are recording. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and the Aboriginal elders of other communities who may be listening today. Welcome to The Gays Are Revolting, a definitive weekly news source for contemporary gays. We put the G in LGBTQIA+, and we're here to help you be the best G you can be. You can follow us on Instagram at Gays Revolting Pod, or join our Facebook group at The Gays Revolting. And if you'd like to support the podcast and listen to our after shows, head over to patreon.com forward slash Gays Revolting Pod for a heap of extra content. Hello, Queen! Hello! Oh, What's it's up? been three whole weeks it's since been we've a long time. done one of these. It How have so, you been? It felt yeah. really weird because we kept releasing stuff. I know, yeah. I was like, that's me. <laughs> but I wasn't here. Yeah, from a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> that I felt like something had gone really wrong. Yeah. We finally <laughs> kicked you out. We finally got rid of you. Yeah, you're like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I don't remember yeah. doing any of this. Yeah. Yes, we um, finally found a replacement. Really <laughs> but we're physically back in the studio. We're physically we are. here. Very exciting. Yeah. Have you had a good three weeks off? Have you done oh, anything? Oh, God, yeah. What mm. happened? Halloween mm. happened. We had that huge fucking house party at my house, which Duncan was preparing for like five weeks in advance, like handcrafting like decorations. Yeah, I saw and stuff. Some it of went the, off. Like it was so he much made, fun. made like a full fucking like it set. Incredible. Yeah, it looked like we a had an film. archway made out of like it looked like real stone. It was and like had a graveyard thing. We yeah. Had, yeah, we had like a, a cemetery. We had smoke machines in our house. There was like a giant spider coming from under the stairs. Like the whole room was like made of webs, and there was a body hung up upside down. Like it went. It was a lot of yeah. fun. It was so much fun. So, so I think it'll be condolences to that person's family but it was worth <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah. my um, favorite yeah. thing from halloween was seeing your message to tom at like 3 a.m being like where are you <laughs> <laughs> oh did you post that in the i don't I know must I, was off my, you did, I was you I did was off my tits. yeah it was good i finished two books in the three weeks so that's fun right yeah and did you find out what spot was up to or <laughs> <laughs> shut the fuck up no what were you reading um it's a series it's a fantasy series called his dark materials hot yeah it's hot. a new hbo show as well so watch nice. it. it's good it's good Mm. What about you, Luke? So, before we took our break, I was like venturing down a new configuration of medication to get oh, yeah. my terrible so personality who are we speaking to today? <laughs> under control. <laughs> and um, it's, it's settled out. Mm-hmm. And I spent the last three weeks like focusing on this sense of Oprah, like what I enjoy in life. Yeah. I've got this mm. new group. We call it Thursday Night Lights. 
mm-hmm. we go to this local pub every Thursday. You know, it's random friends from work. Oh, yeah. yeah. A friend I met through this show as well. Yeah. And JB, of course. Yeah. And Alexander, who did our photos. Oh, yeah, yeah. Comes oh, along yeah, yeah. as well. And we just sort of catch up every Thursday and, and cool. have our secret life of us kind of. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> like, Aww. yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. been nice. It's been nice to be yeah. less, a bit less manic. It's a much better combo. Mm. Yeah. I, I was always on like four different things yeah. at once sort of thing. Yeah. And, and, and it's kind of like playing a Wii game where you have mm. to balance <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 the know? spinning plates at the oh, same time. Oh, yes. Mm, yeah, mm. yeah. And, and, and I think we've figured out the right combination. Oh, good on you. Yeah. Well done. That's good. So it's nice. And well it's done. nice that you catch up with your friends on Thursdays. Because, uh, of course, <laughs> I know. I yeah. host a uh, oh. trivia night. I knew Thursday. that was coming. I saw you that was coming. I was like, wait for the plug. You could bring them all to <laughs> DT's. Thomas Jasser's big gay trivia night. I've never heard this of This is it. literally a thing because one of my friends, Rachel, honestly said, why don't we just go Luke to Luke is D- poaching people from there. <laughs> He's like, don't go there. Let's go somewhere else. Like, we could do the same catch up. <laughs> yeah. But... At, my at trivia. DTs yeah. and see yeah. Tom do trivia. And somehow I'm like, oh, but this pub is like <laughs> walking distance from my wife. <laughs> I'm sure I'll see you there soon. Yeah. Totally. We'll get a table. Yeah, I also like, I wasn't mm. going to talk about this, but I also had a thing with a guy. Do you want to hear about Oh, him? obviously. <laughs> with this, the, food, the, the foodie guy? Yeah, so this guy that I... That I remember you mentioned a couple weeks back. That... Not on air, so we were telling... Oh, we story. didn't? Oh, I swear you did. Sorry. So, yeah, this is a guy that I've sort of been hanging out with, but we weren't like boyfriends or mm-hmm. anything like that, and we weren't exclusive or anything like that. But we were having a nice time mm-hmm. hanging out and having lots of sex, and like I'd introduced him to my friends and that sort of stuff. And we went out one night, wasted. He started hitting on the last guy I dated. Oh, I know. <laughs> and I was like, oh, do you mind not? Uh, like, totally don't want to tell like, you who to hang up, hook yeah. up with. You're allowed to hook up with people, that's fine. But that guy specifically is the last guy I hooked mm. up with, and he kind of like, Broke my heart a little bit. Not so that can, dude. Yeah, can you not? Yeah. And he was like, "Yeah, sure, I won't do it." And God, the gay world's complicated. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and it was Halloween, and the oh. guy, the, the guy that I'd previously yeah. dated, had like a Day of the Dead mask. Oh. They had matching costumes, so they had to hook up. <laughs> Is that what you <laughs> No, he oh. had like a Day of the Dead mask because you know cultural appropriation. Oh. Yeah. fine, that's fine uh, from the state that he comes from. Anyway, then they disappeared for a little while, and mm. when they reappeared, all the makeup from around his <gasps> mouth was missing, mm. and it was all over the guy that I was dating's mouth. And I was like, "Oh, did you just make out with him?" He was like, "No, no, I was like, like, mm. babe." Like, <laughs> anyway, he's not an b- evil person or a bad person, and we just all. But hate it was him. just where obviously <laughs> yeah. I was more into it than he was, which, yeah. Yeah. which in this phase of like trying to become more of a homebody was a bit not helping. Of like, yeah, it was like a oh, I'm gonna die alone. Uh, but thank God, RuPaul's Drag Race UK is out, so yes, I can now sit at home good. with the it's dog. So good. <laughs> Yeah. I do love how you threw in a little jab at the ex story as well. <laughs> yeah, always we are gay men. <laughs> no, it was like, it was like don't go to, don't go out in 2019 in something that's questionably. It's an important like factual thing that we need to say on this show is that like Day of the Dead and what is it Delos Delos Muertos Dios de los Muertos is not appropriate Halloween costume. Yeah, for. Any white person. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this is like the widest person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could imagine. Yeah. But do you know, drag, I, I just gave you an in for Drag Race UK. And drag I Race very UK. Very rarely, very rarely talk you, I know, you never, about Drag Race. So you're enjoying it still? I fucking love this it's so, show so much. They're so funny, their accents. Bag of chips slays me. Amazing. Yeah. The Vivian's incredible. I was very sad something Wong left. I mean, she deserved to after that uh, David Snatch Amber. game. <laughs> yeah, it was awful. But I just loved her as a person. Okay, was yeah, anyone yeah. else really bored by Jerry Hallowell? Yeah, I was, I was actually like, heartbroken because in my mind, Jerry Halliwell is still an A-list celebrity. Mm. 
And I thought she was really awful. She was so mm. awkward. Well, I think sometimes they have guests who have never watched the show yeah. before yeah. and have no context. They're just like, what? Yeah, actually, what she had to witness someone like angle grinding their like crotch. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So it was probably like a bit of a shock. Yeah, and she, yes. would, she would have been sitting there thinking, I fucking opened the London Olympics. And yeah, it's just, like, this yeah. is where I'm at. She was having like yeah. the crisis in her eyes. You could Australia see. Australia doesn't have a lot of appreciation for yeah. a lot of the big UK pop mm. acts or the girl like the groups. Girls Aloud and that sort of stuff. Girls yeah. Aloud are like, one of my I love unashamed Aloud. top mm. five acts of all time. Yeah. Like they statistically have released more number one singles mm. than like any Kylie. other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, <laughs> it's cow. insane how prolific they are. But Australia, it's just like not a thing. Yeah, so yeah I, I don't really of, know. Girls Aloud. Yeah, <laughs> Girls Aloud. So I'm, I'm sure so I know their songs, but I, I can't think of anything. Like yeah, they're just so huge over there, but yeah. not that big. I think they like tie the Beatles. Yeah, for most number, number ones. ones in the right. UK. And and um, I liked the nods to girls aloud mm. in that last yeah. episode, but that's um, that's probably uh. another topic <laughs> for the after show or well, something. That was a good catch we, up. Yeah. <laughs> we do need to get started. I'm very excited because we mm. have a special guest on this episode, Ben from Bentley Race. Mm. Uh, oh my god, his name's Ben. <laughs> ben from Bentley Race, yeah. and he is of course the owner and producer of Melbourne's only gay porn site that is based in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've so mentioned it a be, few times. Yeah, yeah, we've mentioned it a few times. I'm yeah. very excited to uh, ask we him some hard <laughs> Yeah. Um, of course, if you live in Adelaide or you're going to be in Adelaide on the 21st of November uh, we're coming over to do a live show for up, 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 Feast but not Festival. a Bentley Race live show not a Bentley Race live show hey you know what it'll yeah. sell some tickets I'll fucking yeah. get my cock out <laughs> um, we're going to be doing a live show we'll have a wonderful special guest uh, joining us there which is very exciting yes um, and you can get tickets at feast.org.au Pyrotechnics. Yeah. <laughs> Drag performers. There's a hologram of And Tupac. statistically speaking, based on the two live shows that we've done, I will probably end up sleeping with an audience member. Oh my so, God. Yeah. <laughs> Look under your chair. <laughs> So I want to talk about something that's a bit fucked up that's uh, happened recently, which is the Instagram prep ad ban. Have you guys oh. you across this? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Can we do that again? <laughs> <laughs> no, leave it in. <laughs> I thought that was good. It's funny. So basically, um, there's a, a New York uh, City-based uh, healthcare provider called Apicia, and mm. their focus is, is serving a lot of queer people and a lot of people of colour providing sexual yeah. health care yeah, services. Yeah. And they had this ad they hired a marketing company all that sort of stuff mm-hmm. ready to go about informing people about prep they uploaded the videos to Instagram of course you have to apply to have paid ads and stuff on Instagram and Instagram rejected it yeah. initially they rejected it for having uh, sexual content which they appealed yeah. saying this isn't sexual contact this yeah. is sex- sexual health content yes. um, and then Instagram and then- came back and said well no it's actually too political yeah that's what which I is, heard yeah read, so this is really so problematic weird. because Instagram is of course owned by Facebook and Facebook have been the centre of mm-hmm. a lot of controversy around their political Political advertising and, mm. and the shit that they're allowing get past the advertising mm. uh, guardians that look after all that sort of shit. Like, so the ads were literally about educating people yeah. about what prep is, uh, and the reason that this organisation specifically concentrate on people of color, queer people of color. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's queer. It, they found this research that was being done by the uh, Center mm-hmm. for Disease Control and Prevention that showed that Black and Latino 
only men who have sex with other men in the States uh, were significantly less likely to be aware that PrEP exists. Yes. <laughs> um, or to have discussed it with a doctor or to have taken PrEP. So the three yeah. the three things that they were They're recording. They're like the highest risk of infection from these diseases. Yeah. I, so black people, I think was it Asian people as well? Uh, or was it just Latino? Yeah, it and then, was. Yeah, yeah and they, they were the highest risk so, and without any information really. Um, yeah, they yeah. weren't being exposed yeah. to the information. That yeah. They're they the least information to, on the topic, exactly, so yeah. they were, needed to be targeted. Uh, they also found that new HIV diagnoses were also significantly, disproportionately more likely uh, to be people of colour mm-hmm. than white people. Yeah. So yeah. that's why they'd done this specific target. And just to put it in context, this Instagram ad, it, it wasn't a video of two guys barebacking. No. A, Which you can basically like see a, on Instagram now anyway. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah I follow like, you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there isn't like a, you know, down with Trump, impeach yeah. Trump. Poster I, I in the background. It, it was get, pretty vanilla, really. Yeah, the actual yeah. edit. It was cartoons of guys. Yeah, I saw like some pretty nice artwork yeah. and stuff. Yeah, it was, the it, was it was really nice yeah. posters. It was very suggestive. It was very artwork. There was nothing graphic about it. But there's it. insanely more suggestive things on Instagram Absolutely, than these yeah. adverts, and I don't understand at all how it can be considered political when it's no. just help. Well, see, this is the the thing. Is it political? Yes, it's fucking political because uh. it's a political issue. Yeah, Th- there's no question that it's a political issue that people of color are mm. not getting the same yeah, kind okay. of services that. that white people are. So yes, it's political, but it's not political in the way that it's trying to swing a vote or it's trying to yeah. trick you into voting so, for something. I don't get why they're so blocking I, I think that they're really fucking up here the way that they're, mm. they're labelling it as too political. The problem is it shouldn't be political, but it, it is. Do you guys yeah. think it's like algorithms fucking up because they're trying to do this? Or do you think someone specifically is being so like, they no, are, I don't like that? Yeah, so it is reviewed by a human being. Yeah, of course, okay. there is a, the possibility that this you know person sitting in a yeah. you know an office somewhere is more homophobic mm. than what the Probably. But the fact that it was shut down twice does oh, make yeah. you think, no, there is something more going on here. I mean, also, these organisations are targeting it towards specific people. They're targeting it mm. towards people of colour who are same-sex attracted yeah. and, mm. and, and identify as male. So it's not like it's being targeted towards some 12-year-old girl. Yeah, you know? so it's not like they're not going to be the ones to see it or be offended. No, but even if they were, like, yeah, there's no like, way. Like, I, w- I would be more than happy with my nephew seeing those images. They yeah. were graphic images. It's it was... not like a diagram, like, of putting a condom on. No. <laughs> like, it's yeah, not... yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's this really great documentary called The Cleaners, mm-hmm. and it's about a few of my brown brothers back mm-hmm. in the Philippines, specifically the IT centers where they hire mm. at minimum wage these people to censor things on Facebook. So they're paid like a pittance. Mm. It's a really fascinating watch because they interview these people that sit in a room and just with no context get flashed images. Right. And oh. they have to sit there and say yes or no. Like a knee jerk reaction kinda like yes. what you like your first. Yeah. yeah. Yes, no, yes, no. And they sit there for hours. Shit. They're just flashed up in front of them and they decide whether it is flagged or not yeah. and taken down off of Facebook or Instagram, etc. But the the interesting like implication mm. of it is because they're being outsourced to these borderline third world countries, yeah. places like the Philippines that didn't have the same social awareness yeah, or the social context know, yeah. of what was happening. Yeah. Um, they were actually blocking a lot of things that they were in support of yeah. right. because out of context, it was just know. a photo. Mm. Yeah. And they were seeing something and saying, no. Huh, that's so interesting. Um, yeah. So they also had Damn. like, no, if there's any skin showing in this mm. area, it's a no. Right. So and they had to be like so strict and so quick. Yeah. And yeah. and the interviewers would say, but this is 
an image that's protesting mm. immigration laws that are mm. directly impacting, you know, your family members. And I said, yeah, but that's not mm. the job. That's that what you know what you got to say. Yeah. My, yeah. my job is just to look at the picture. Mm. They're not actually thinking about the political or the social ramifications yeah. of the censorship that they're being asked to put upon us. Mm. And they're doing it every day, every mm. single day. There's yeah. multiple centers with hundreds of employees mm. doing this. I feel like this is a little bit more insidious than that. Mm. I don't feel like this is the case of just yeah. this ad came past yeah. a call center employee that saw some male skin yeah. and hit no. Yeah. I, I do think someone saw this, saw that it concerned queer people of color in particular mm. and went, no, yeah. that's racy. Mm. Yeah. Or like yeah. that that's a really hot conservative and topic. Yeah. Let's just back Feels away like from that. Old white people in power trying to trickle down and like kill off poor people of color. Well, look, like, this, is, this is what's really pissing yeah. people off because, of course, Instagram is part of Facebook. Yeah. And Facebook, as we've seen lately, has been proven mm. to uh, help some very right-wing politicians by their own admission. Uh, Facebook. Yeah, did you see that that interview with Mark Zuckerberg? Yeah, yeah. And, um, oh, what's her name? The power uh, like, The congresswoman, Ale- uh, Alexandria. I've never said her name out loud, so I don't know how to <laughs> pronounce it. Alexandria. Yeah, I love her. She's Tria. amazing. Yeah, Ocasio-Cortez. Yes. Um, yeah, so she's grilling Mark Zuckerberg yeah. oh, about... So, so, interestingly, that whole uh, investigation was about Libra, the new... Um, mm-hmm. The cryptocurrency oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. but what she was saying in this interview was if we're going to let you do this cryptocurrency we need to know about the ethics of your business yeah, like where does it and stop? so she really grilled him on um, what happens if I was to create a fake ad and target a postcode where mm. I know that a lot of black people live in America mm. and advertise the false date for, for the voting yeah. so they think that they have to vote on the Sunday when it's really on the Saturday mm. and a whole lot of black people don't vote yeah. and he was really struggling he had no to good answer answers for questions. any of them yeah, he was just it's, like Congress it's actually Congress really woman. fucking it was, scary. It was, yeah, he wouldn't answer anything. And, and I was people, like, yeah, yeah, people should be very aware and people should also go and watch the Cambridge Analytica documentaries mm. that have been made oh, yeah, because that. it is fucked up. The stuff, you think that you're just sitting there enjoying pictures of your friends' yeah. holidays and their food and whatever. Not that innocent. The shit that you're getting brainwashed with. Mm. And, you know, we sort of laugh, oh, I talked about cats the other day and then I got ads for Terrifying. cats on Facebook. Oh, my God. You should be very concerned about that sort of shit happening. It is really brainwashing you. Sounds um, like an InfoWars yeah. podcast at the moment. <laughs> but... but the point is, that by Facebook's own admission, um, they have allowed politicians and political parties to lie in their paid ads. Yes. So the fact that they're letting that shit go through, but then prep being too political, yeah, how? that does not work. <laughs> like, that is not... Okay, it's double standards, and we're, and it's a very right-leaning double standards. Yeah. It's because there's no money in yeah, prep. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. There's no... There's, there's no money in trying to educate people about their health. There's no yeah. financial benefit. Yeah. Wasn't there that guy to... who was trying to make it, and then he went to jail or something? He was trying to make the price of prep really high there's a guy that was trying to yeah raise the price yeah. of hiv medication yeah, yeah. to like oh, a that's million right. dollars oh the guy yeah, that yeah. the patent for that thing yes yeah, yeah, yeah. yes Ooh. that's a different yeah thing. <laughs> um I, I it does bring up the important point of like how much of our lives are just fundamentally political mm. unfortunately because of the world we live in at the moment you know mm. we've talked about walking out the door and holding hands with your partner or kissing mm. in public is, is a statement. It is politi- yeah. a statement, yeah. a political yeah. statement. Even if you don't want it to be. Our existence mm-hmm. is a political statement. And it's unfortunate that that's still the case because it means we can't switch it off mm. and, and say, no, 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 I just want to put an ad out for no. the betterment of mm. society to um, raise awareness of the health 
of other members of our community yeah. that they say, no, but everything to do with you is political. Yes. Because and I you promise were... you if these ads were targeted at white men, mm. that it would not be considered political. But oh, when you're trying to help out a, a, a marginalised section of an already marginalised community, that's when it becomes political. Yeah. It doesn't get flagged if it's a white guy. Yeah. So yeah. if it's a white guy in the ad, it doesn't, mm. it doesn't blip on the radar. Mm. It just passes through. Mm. And because it's specifically targeting mm. people of color mm. yeah. that's the first like catch yeah, that yeah. they get that something is not yeah um, yeah it's so yeah. crazy to think that there are people in the world that don't know what prep is like in our community like i guess us being like in western culture it's so it's like such a big thing and everyone knows what it is and it's like yeah. in memes and stuff like i guess i kind of associate it with a preppy white guy like in mm. la or something and like there's all these memes and they're like oh i'm on prep i'm invincible i can do anything mm. so i don't know for me i, I find it weird like because it's so incorporated in my life i guess on social media and yeah. stuff where other people would have it fully blocked from their social media. Yeah. The other thing is that it's not just Western society. We're, we're yeah. living in inner city Melbourne bubble. There are yeah. people in Australia that would never... Yeah, There that's are true. people that should be accessing PrEP in Australia mm-hmm. that have no idea that it exists. It's not so. um, We're incredibly lucky to live mm. in, a, in a major city uh, in this country. And we should be doing things to, to advertise it to, to people here as well. I don't yeah. see advertisements um, going out to the people that need to hear about it in Australia as well. Definitely. And hopefully that's something we see going forward. But we need to be concerned about what's happening in America because when mm. we do start trying to put these ads out to, to people, I'm sure that we're going to have the same sort of issues. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, for anyone that isn't certain about how evil and toxic Facebook is, whilst they're shutting down these prep ads, they are the same company who, according to the investigative news site Sludge, made more than $1. $1.6 million between May and September of 2018, so just a few months mm. last year, $1.6 million just for ads that were specifically t- attacking LGBTIQ <gasps> uh, people, immigrants, mm. Muslims, and minorities, oh and only in America. So only ads in America in a few months, one point six over $1.6 million yeah. um, just for that. Yeah, they're happy to shut down what they're ad, allowing come through an ad for yeah. from a non for profit organization that's Ugh. trying to promote health they shut that down but they'll let all of that stuff that's giving them 1.6 million dollars yeah. i wish country. facebook didn't own instagram i would i'd happily let go I of facebook. facebook didn't exist yeah i, I like the oh, days it's of MySpace. Over. It's really dead. but yeah myspace was where it was at oh sorry to go back to carl's point do you feel like the prep conversation mm. and even the prep conversation we've had on this show a few times mm. is a predominantly white conversation yeah, it probably is. Mm. I think it's it's really only accessible to people that live somewhere where they can access a sexual health service, which is usually going to be a major city, which is often going to be white people. So, yeah, it is definitely. You're right. Yeah, because I even think socially that conversation mm. isn't happening between people of colour. One of the statistics, like... I do, I'm of- cautious to agree with that, though, Luke, because there are some really wonderful people of colour in that space reaching out to their own community and trying to educate yeah. people in that community. And I do think that they've been wonderful vocal mm, people. Mm, I mean, mm. I've been at drag shows where people are like, you know... I'm just ho- hypothesizing off these statistics. Yes. Mm. The thing that got me was the increase in the Asian population yes. in particular and how much of... What, it, what I think it was about forty-seven percent increase of in in America of gay Asian males identifying people. Yes, uh, mm. uh, having new cases of HIV diagnosis. That's a statistic you can't ignore. That's yeah. a really crazy statistic, the, yeah. and and that's a very specific cultural group mm. within mm. our community, the mm. gay Asian community. Yeah. Mm. I've never. Well, you're part of the the gay Asian community. Is it a conversation yeah. you're having with other people in your community? I've never talked sexual health mm. with another gay asian male really no okay never 
I've, I've spoken about sexual health with white gay men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And since the prep mm. sort of days, it's exclusively been with white are you gay guys, men. Are you guys on prep? I'm mm. on prep, yeah. Oh. Mm. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's, a, a one. it's a big topic. And it's mm. I, I think that's why they're trying to target these a demographic yeah. with mm. these sort of campaigns. Mm. Because potentially these aren't conversations that we're naturally having within our community or mm. with each other. So it's a shame that so many different aspects yeah. of our existence gets labeled as political mm. when really they're not. Mm. I think it's also like if you haven't sort of just done your research about social media and how much it controls us yeah. and, and what it does uh, to our minds and it would be easy to sort of say, well, why don't we go and educate people in another way? Um, but social media has really been a huge tool in educating people in our community on sexual mm. health. In the old days, really the only way of targeting our community specifically was like posters at gay bars or ads in gay magazines, which you basically had to go to a gay bar and pick yeah, up. Yeah. But again, this is this is really sort of exclusionary. This mm. is only for people that could access a gay bar. There yeah. are a lot of um, you know men that have sex with men that either don't identify as gay or are out of the closet or live in remote or rural areas that mm. can't get to gay bars. So social media has been incredible in the way that it has given access for these services to, to contact these people. So if it's going to start getting controlled by Facebook and Instagram, mm. and especially as Facebook buy up more and more of these social media yeah. platforms, it's really scary to think that they're, they're controlling this the way like that these... Is, yeah, yeah, that they're controlling these conversations terrifying. that are happening and what information is getting mm. through with really little to no, in most countries, little to no government involvement on, yeah. on what mm. does get through and so what doesn't propaganda. get through. Yeah. What I want to know is why I keep getting suggested ads to join the army though <laughs> that doesn't that I just need straightening you know I out Luke. tell you why is because they they re- did some research and realized how many people were in the army that were closeted because of the days of don't ask don't tell mm. and that sort of stuff we did talk about it a while we did and yeah. then they've gone out specifically which i think is a good thing they've gone out specifically trying to are you going to do it i get i get a, a surprising number of suggested ads for yeah. dog nappies dog mm-hmm. nappies join the army uh-huh. and tiffany and co and how can you Marry mm. all those three things together. I could get married <laughs> to my soldier friend. <laughs> and, and do uh, some kinky dog play shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I get weird. a lot of ads to join the police force, actually. I do. And yeah. I would be Ever the considered worst. It? I would be Constable. so awful. I'd just be going through like the cage where they have all the drugs locked up. I don't even know <laughs> yeah. if that exists, but You'd in my a, mind... In your mind, it's like the, the glory. <laughs> yeah. Like glory. You'd be a gold crooked pipe. cop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Real crooked. Sometimes I get the suggested ads, which are just like, do you consider like going back to school? And it's yeah. like an open-ended <laughs> question. What are you trying to say? <laughs> I'm like, it really hurts. Yeah. You're like, ouch. I know I've done a few it's s- like, we- spelling errors <laughs> yeah, lately. Yeah, spelling errors. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> some of those updates. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Uh, 
Uh, well, this is very exciting. Today we are joined by Ben, who is the founder and producer of the Melbourne-based gay porn site, Bentley Race. Ben, Woo. thanks so much for coming in. Thank you. No problem. Thank We're very excited nice to have you here. We have talked about Bentley Race several times on this podcast, so it's so excited to meet the uh, the man behind it. And enjoyed your work also. Yes, big fan of your work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely come up a few times. I have actually been a paid subscriber to your account. Oh, uh, very good. On and off several times over the okay. last And you didn't ask for years. a refund? No, I have never asked for a okay, refund. Good. It was wonderful. Uh, so, Ben, um, what's Bentley Race's origin story? Like, how did you come up with the whole concept? Well, the site... Yeah. Um, the site uh, came up because when I first moved to Melbourne, mm-hmm. I was doing escort work. Okay. And a friend of mine was a photographer, and he mm-hmm. took some photos of me for the website. Mm-hmm. And I was basically using the website to advertise as an, e- as an escort. Mm. And I probably did that for about maybe a year, year and a half or mm-hmm. something. Okay. I started just taking photos of myself to add mm-hmm. to the site. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, after that, I, I realized that I actually enjoyed the photography more than the actual escort mm. work. Yeah. I mean, the escort work was fun. You know, I got to travel around and do cool things. Mm-hmm. But I liked making the making the, the website. I realized that I could make money from the website. Mm-hmm. And it's been around for a while. How long ago did you start it? So it actually started 20 years ago this 20 month. 20 years ago. Wow. November wow. 1999 when Impressive. I moved to Melbourne. 1999. I feel like it was around the heyday of internet porn. <laughs> yeah. Like the real boom. Maybe I'm showing my age a bit here as well, but I remember... Dial up. I just remember that heyday of finding websites and being able to build... It, it was a, a real DIY kind of yes. atmosphere yeah, yeah. about yeah. porn on the internet. Yeah. I think that was one of the most attractive things about Bentley Race was mm. it felt like it was people from Melbourne as yes. well. Oh, and it yeah. felt really grassroots. And, and yeah. I think porn on the internet across the board at that time sort of felt like that. Absolutely. Know? I mean, we're talk- 20 years ago, we're talking about like the wow. day where you would have to, you know, start the mode and it would do that. And then wait half an hour for like the image. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like you click on a picture and then you go make a cup of tea and you come back and you have your dick out ready. And like the picture would be slowly loading and you get to sort of the pubes and you'd be like, oh, fuck it, I'll just come now. So you've really been there for... <laughs> through the thick and thin of downloads, wow. it was pretty. It was pretty difficult at the beginning. I yeah. mean, the first the first few photo shoots I actually did, there was no digital cameras. Yeah, right. I actually had to get the photos developed at oh, Rabbit wow. Photo. No oh way. God. Oh my God. So, so it was kind of embarrassing going yeah. and yeah. Up the photos of yourself doing terrible things to yourself. Oh wow. my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> and then scan them and then upload to the old school. Yeah. So, um, but then. Um, I'm so glad that digital cameras came along mm-hmm. pretty quickly and yeah. had the, the two mm. megapixel camera. And yeah. And with the, we had the, the, the floppy disk in the actual camera and then uploaded into the computer. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Porn's actually been like on the forefront of technological advances for a while now. Yeah. Like digital. Yeah. And now they're, they're and, doing uh, like 3D porn and stuff like that. Oh, now, God. Yeah. Oh, like people having like GoPros strapped to them and stuff. Uh, yeah, but where you've got like the mask on so ah. that everything's in 3D yeah. around yeah. you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Back in the day when you had to have like a hard drive with a really big homework folder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> System files. System files. Do not oh, go boy. in. Um, ben, you mentioned your previous life for working in escort work. Um, you've described it as a short and unsuccessful experience. Uh, what was your experience of working in the sex industry on that side? Uh, so working as an escort, I mean, the, the money was great. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I also got to fly around the world for people who had picked up me from the internet yeah. mm-hmm. and wanted me to go and visit them in Europe and America and places like Incredible. that. The reason why it was unsuccessful for me was because it was kind of an emotional thing with these mm. guys. Yeah. I, I found it pretty tough being the um, 
I would call the pretend boyfriend kind right. of thing. So that's why I kind of thought that was kind of taking a toll on me. So mm. I preferred to um, not do that. Yeah. yeah. There is sort of like a con- misconception, I think, that being an escort and working in sex work is sort of like an easy way to make easy. a buck. And yeah. it's definitely not from the friends that I've spoken to that have done it. It's definitely not an easy thing to be doing. It takes a, a special kind of person that can get through it and do it all. And there is also a lot of stigma around it. Were you, were you open to like family and friends and, and that sort of stuff about what you were doing at the time? Uh, to friends, not to my family. Not to no. family, right. Are you, are you open to family about what you do now? No. No. So Let's uh, hope they don't have a good Google. <laughs> <laughs> well, the way, the way I see it is that, um, you know, the people who would know about it are the mm. people who are looking Interested for gay porn. Yeah, very true. Yeah. So it's the same with my, with my day job. You know, there's mm. the only people who know that I do it are the gay guys in the office, you mm. know? Totally. Yeah. It's like with this show. We can sort of say whatever, <laughs> you know, we can say a lot of pretty out there stuff because we know the main demographic of yeah. people yeah. listening to it are gay men yeah. that are interested in podcasts. So Totally. Mm. Now, casting-wise, I'm very interested to know because, you know, I've, I've subscribed several times to the, to, to the uh, site and, and I look on there and often see lots of familiar faces on there and people I know and even a colleague once. Um, I'm interested to know, with the casting and the editing and all that sort of stuff that you create, it must take a lot of time, especially considering, um, you know, you produce new content four times a week. How do you go about the casting? And, and finding people and that sort of thing. And is it your, it's obviously not your full-time job. You said you've got a day job as well. How much time does it take doing all that sort of stuff? Uh, well, it takes up nearly all my spare time mm, yeah. outside of work. But I find that the casting has become a lot easier in recent years mm-hmm. because there's a lot of guys mm. who are producing their own stuff anyway yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, are a lot more out there with you know, getting naked on camera. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. OnlyFans and stuff like that. I yeah, guess it yeah. Would be a lot so, of so and then, I guess like Xtube and those sorts of things. Yeah, people, yeah. I guess so it's, people yeah. do their own stuff now. <laughs> and in fact, just in the past few months, I've noticed that now I've got competition with sites like mm. Just just Us Fans. Right, okay. Individuals. Yeah, yeah mm. because they're, they're doing their own thing. Mm. Yeah, right. And, and these guys would normally come to me and do a shoot yeah and now these hot guys are out there doing their own thing and i'm like oh and Mm. you know that they're probably making more money than what they could make in doing going working in the studio right okay studio interesting and do you have people coming to you asking if they can do it or do you go out looking for people so mostly i used to go out looking for people Mm -hmm. um but mostly now people come to me they approach you through the site yeah so i get um i get quite a lot of emails each week from guys wanting Mm -hmm. to um get on the site Mm -hmm. the best i find that the best guys actually come from um referrals okay so So, from other people that have worked with you yeah so i mean you guys all know a hot guy yeah who's Mm. willing to take their clothes off (laughs) and several uh, yeah (laughs) and you say well you know you should go along and and talk to this guy and Mm. and i find that they're the best models Mm. yeah Yeah. and when when you approach people would it be predominantly online or would you go in person or did you have like a kind of automated like grinder or like yeah was there a specific kind of approach you would have for someone Look, there was all kinds of ways of yeah. finding guys. I mean, there were lots of sites. Mm-hmm. You know, there was, um, I guess they're still around Dudes Nude and yeah, oh, true, like yeah. So, so people who would be more open to... Yeah. 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 So, okay. so you kind of try and pick... People who wouldn't be like really confronted kind of yeah, by a question. Of course. Like yeah. For example, because um, Melbourne's, Melbourne's pretty easy because I get mm-hmm. lots of guys actually coming to me. Yeah. I've got the the studio in Melbourne, and mm-hmm. the, I've also got the studio in Berlin. Mm-hmm. So, I um, over there, I mostly use guys who are escorts. Mm-hmm. 
so like from Planet Romeo. Mm -hmm. So Berlin's got a huge population yeah. of gay escorts, or, or sorry, male escorts. Yeah. Mostly I'm using escorts when I'm traveling mm -hmm. because I know that they're already in the sex industry. Yeah, mm -hmm. so it's just easier transition. Yeah, and yeah. I will pay them more than what they're getting as, mm -hmm. uh, as, a, as an escort to, mm -hmm. to come okay. and model. And once you've paid someone to do a shoot, is that is that it, you own that then, or do you own it for a certain amount of time and you have to take it down? The or? intellectual property. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. someone's yeah. penis. Yeah. Or do they so, get paid for the amount of views, or how does that work? So they, they, they just get paid uh, a, a one-off fee. fee. They yep. get a, mm -hmm. a, each of the models get 600 bucks for each okay. shoot. And then I own that content yeah. to do whatever I like with it. So, but mostly it's going mm. on the website. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And does the business mostly rely on membership fees? Yeah. 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 Okay. Do no, you have ads and things as well, or that it's pretty much no, just fees? I I've had people approach me wanting to advertise and stuff like that yeah. and share content and things like that. But yeah. I don't. I don't do any of those. Things. Maybe about, we could like, do some product placement. Product in placement. <laughs> we should yeah. have like, like them talking about the gays revolting halfway through a shoot or something was, like that. Yeah. I was thinking yeah. like the Beats headphones that pop oh, out yeah, on yeah. those music videos, oh, yeah. just suddenly spotting uh, it. So <laughs> funny. It does make me sad that these conversations happen when you were talking about like friends referring people to Bentley Race mm. and realizing that's a conversation that has never stumbled past my ears <laughs> right i've never <laughs> been in the scenario never i'm interested to hear about the people uh emailing in because to, to be honest with you about seven or eight years ago when i was a younger skinnier prettier twink <laughs> i drafted about eight emails to your website thinking oh yeah i want to do it i want to no i'm too yeah. chicken i'm too chicken i'm too oh chicken God, um and obviously never did because i'm sure you would have said yes straight away um <laughs> most of those emails usually come about 3 a.m. on a Sunday morning. Right, yeah. When someone spent no, too much money true. at Poof Dorf. Like, I could they... totally do this. <laughs> yeah, I bought too many bags. I need to make some cash, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Speaking of the, just to go back to the intellectual property question, I've, I've often wondered how you get around other websites ripping and hosting your paid content on their site. So things like, I often notice on Xtube or Pornhub, someone will have ripped a video off. And in fact, I've seen some of your videos pop up on there. Your stuff is obviously copywritten material. How do you stop that kind of thing from happening? Can you get it taken down? Yeah, look, it's a bit of a nightmare. But all of those tube sites, mm. uh, you can send them takedown notices and they right. will take it down. Okay, that's good. But we have had problems with some sites that have ripped off almost everything. Mm -hmm. A few years ago, there was a site in Poland mm -hmm. that had all of my stuff on it. Right. Once they realized that I was onto it, they mm. had blocked Australia from actually... Oh, uh, oh no way. You know, it's, and it's it gets really block. difficult when they're based in another country, doesn't it? Because yeah. they're not... You know, mm, yeah. yeah. So I went to Poland. Oh, oh wow! Did you really? And I got it taken down. Brilliant, great. Wow. Well done. Get him. You're right. There is a lot of uh, sharing that goes on, but there was a. Um, I got some help from the guys at Bellamy. They they gave us me some tips on how to when you're putting the the videos on the website. How you can do a few tricky little things that makes it a little bit more difficult. Right. Okay. Bellamy are very good at protecting their. Yeah, you don't actually see that stuff <laughs> for such a big <laughs> Someone that's yeah. attempted to pirate <laughs> pornography, Bellamy are very good. You're at actually really right because they're a massive porn industry, a uh, porn mm. company, but you don't really see their stuff popping up on, on yeah. other websites like as much as you do. The main one in Europe? They sort of do yeah. like really. Um, Abercrombie and Fitch kind of porn. Does that make <laughs> yeah, sense? Yeah. Like, the, you know, the, the muscly, yeah, yeah. smooth, but European hairless. Guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those, mm. sort, those sorts of guys, yeah. yeah. Mm. Those, their, their models have to um, 
they have to wait three months to do a shoot because they have to uh, work out and tan and do things to their really? body to look. Wow! So there's like requirements. Yeah. What kind of money would those sorts of would, would oh. Bellamy models be? I I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Right. Look, yeah. they they uh, when I asked them for advice about paying guys. Yeah. In Europe, it was something like. I think it was about 500 euros or mm. something like that. Okay. Mm. And look, I hate to be asking all these money questions about money, but I think mm. it's something that people often think about, people that aren't <laughs> connected to the, the sex industry or especially the porn industry. When you start thinking about the logistics of it, it's the first thing that pops into your mind. You mentioned, so you pay, when you do a local shoot, around about $600. Would you ever, like, if there was someone you really wanted to get, go above that? Like, would you, you know, would we go into the thousands or something like that? Uh, I don't really like to pay guys more than other guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Regardless mm. of who they are, yeah, I I did do it a couple of times in Europe because mm. they were a porn name, so they already had an established and, profile and stuff. And you know, they they said to me, you know, oh look, if you pay me more, you know, if I'm on your site, you'll bring I'll bring you more members, and that, oh, yeah. that was sort yeah, of I like, yeah, yeah I don't know. And I did it, and of course they did, they did bring mm. a lot more members, mm. so mm. great. <laughs> uh, you, you do usually pay more here if we're going somewhere that's going to be like if we're going down the coast or something right. it's going to take all day then mm, a day a right. yeah that's mm. nice um does does bentley race have any of those same criteria like you just mentioned for bellamy like the three month tan and gym <laughs> sort of selection process yeah. to be a model for your site like do you have any criteria that your mates kind of need to check off Look, um, a, a long time ago, I met with the owner of English Lads in London. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, I did a shoot with them. And he told me back then, he said, you know, the one thing that you have to get is just good-looking guys. Mm-hmm. If you have good-looking guys, then you will get memberships. Mm. So the problem is, is that I'm not a very good judge of good-looking guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, so I pick a whole sort of array mm. of guys yeah. and some of them work and some of them mm. don't. And you know, Do mm. you know what I like about your selection of guys though is it's not, I actually am not a big fan of the Bellamy style of porn where it's like really ripped, hairless, tanned, you know, model looking guys. It's not my style of porn. I actually like a more realistic look. And all the guys you have on your site are attractive guys, but they don't fit into a box. You've got a very diverse range of guys within that spectrum. Is that, was that a conscious decision? I mean, in the early days, I would take anyone I could get. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should have um, sent that email. Yeah. I knew it. <laughs> but, but now, um, because I do get so many applications, I can be a little bit more picky. Yeah. yeah. I find that... Uh, Hairy guys mm-hmm. sell really well. Mm-hmm. It's in now. I always tell models before they come to a shoot is to not do any ah. um, body hair mm-hmm. trimming or, or shaving. Yeah. And not to tan or anything yeah. the day before. But mm-hmm. to- do, you, do you ever have models like freak out last minute and like pull out? No pun intended. Um, <laughs> 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 um, or like, or like have performance anxiety like right before? Look, we do have guys that don't turn up for a shoot. Oh, really? Like, so they and kind of just had a... Ghost it. Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty disappointing. Yeah. So, you know, it's a shame. Have it, have I mean, been... if it's their first time, I, I guess it's sort of as disappointing as it is understanding. It's probably a very nerve-wracking experience. Yeah, look, um, I don't know if any, if I've had anybody not turn up because they were just nervous. Oh, right. okay. Um, but I do find there is an odd thing that I think that there are some guys who want to know 
if they could do porn. Mm, right. Oh, so they just wanted the validation mm. to get that yes. And they're yeah. like, okay, I'm good. But not prepared right. to actually go through with it. So I get How quite a lot of yes. those. Okay. You hear all these rumors. And again, I'm coming from this from someone that knows nothing about how porn actually works. But you hear all these stories about like everyone in porn is on Viagra and they're using fake cum and um, all these sorts of like tricks that are used in porn. Do you use those sorts of tools? Look, sometimes guys are using um, the Camagra or the Viagra yeah. or something like this, but that's their own choice if they want to use something. Mm-hmm. I prefer the, I prefer if guys can do it naturally. Yeah. yeah. Faking it, I don't really like faking it. Yeah. I certainly wouldn't wouldn't use mm. fake fluids because I know I would do a terrible job. Yeah. Of that. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like that's uh, a I mean, weird color. Sometimes <laughs> you watch these videos and you're like, there is no way a human being can made that, that much cum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was I was editing something this afternoon. Yeah. And the guy was coming into the other guy's mouth mm-hmm. and then he pulled his dick out and I thought to myself, hmm, there would be something there if, if, uh, if that if, had really happened. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. You know? wow. So, you know, I'm looking for it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm always thinking, are others looking for it? Right. You know, if, if someone's mm. faked it, yeah. you know, what are the signs? Yeah. Oh. I'm always and looking for other weird stuff in porn. I'm always... So like weird background, like a yeah, cat yeah, walking yeah, past yeah, or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I watch porn and I'm like, where did they get that? throw from yeah, yeah. Watch like, por- like, <laughs> like porn bloopers like when people are like, oh, yeah, yeah, banging yeah, yeah. on a beach and they get like hit by a wave and stuff I love seeing an Ikea like piece oh, of furniture yeah, pop yeah. up and be like that's my coffee like- table <laughs> do you have some good bloopers have you had some nightmare events happen yeah there's, look <gasps> there's there's always things that, that my friends say that oh you should do a bloopers reel and put yeah, that oh, in boy. it but you know because we've had guys who have like you know being, fu- being fucked and they like go off the edge of the bed yeah. and crack their head on the, oh, bed no. the table and they're bleeding. Oh, the shit. No way. I mean, that I guess if it, ha- I mean, it happens to all of us, so of course it's going to happen when you're You can just release that at like Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> and then suddenly I'm in there replacing him, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, please, do, one day, can I just come around and look at your bloopers real, please? <laughs> <laughs> I also like what I like about your porn and my type of porn in general is when you do get to see models break, that mm. sort of... Um, Fourth wall. Mm. Fourth wall a little bit. So I think I've seen a few videos where your models have like laughed with one another or shown some genuine kind of... Mm. Or like when you're uh, talking off camera and they're sort of talking with you and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I I find that so much sexier than that really prepackaged staged sexual kind of thing is seeing guys laugh, seeing a little bit of nervous... Or it's like when it's like in the office when they just like look at the camera... (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean the office, the TV yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant... All the office, office where people are having sex, obviously. <laughs> the mental gymnastics are to do then. Yeah. I uh, think that's why the why the, the behind-the-scenes stuff is really good oh, now. Yeah. I always thought that straight guys doing gay porn was a myth. I was like, why, why would straight guys do that? Like, none of and them then are actually watched, straight. Yeah. yeah. And then I watched Louis Theroux's documentary. Have you seen the... Where he did one and then he did a follow-up several years later and discovered that actually quite a few guys that do gay porn are heterosexual when they're having sex for fun. For <laughs> no, pleasure. Fun. Uh, but more than happy to do it, to have gay sex for, mm. for pay. Do you have straight models? So nearly half the guys on my site are straight. Oh, really? Uh, wow. And some of them, if they're also doing escort work, I would ask them if they want to do duo scenes, couple yeah. scenes. So there are some that won't. They'll only do um, solo stuff. Yeah. Or they might do a hand job or something like yeah. this. Um, but yeah, the straight guys are great. Love working with the straight guys. Great. Uh, now, one thing we've talked about on this podcast, which I've also talked about many, many times with my friends socially, is uh, your rooftop 
shooting scenes. Uh, so you, for anyone that has not uh, visited Bentley Race, I highly recommend you do. Quite often they do shoots on top of a building in the Melbourne Central Business District. Uh, you can see Flinders Street Station in the background. You can hear the, <laughs> you can hear the trams so going relatable. past. And that's what I love about it. It is so <laughs> Melbourne. That's home. I'm sure your preference to tell us exactly where it is is to keep the site confidential, which is absolutely fine. But can you tell us a bit about how you logistically shoot on a rooftop when there's all these giant buildings around and do you ever get nosy neighbours peering in and complaining oh and that sort of thing? <laughs> yeah, sure. So when we started, the, the city wasn't as busy as mm-hmm. it is now. So we used to do a lot of shoots in the laneways. Oh, wow. And um, <laughs> so I've, I've got still got a shoot on there of a guy running naked down <gasps> Flinders Lane. Oh, my God. Amazing. But I wouldn't, couldn't do that now because no. yeah. it's just people everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> when I first moved into the city, the building has a, um, where we are, has a rooftop. It has a, um, a locked door, which we um, pick every time we go up there. Amazing. So I thought I noticed that. It, <laughs> it doesn't look like a public entrance no. doorway. It's yeah. like a blue door. Yeah. I think I spotted that. Thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't so, know how you guys got up and, there. And it's funny because uh, one of my neighbours actually worked out how to pick it as well. Right. So normally... I'm really confident mm. about nobody else coming up there. Wow. But then wow. one day I was shooting up there, a couple of guys. He actually sticks his head out and sees me shooting these two naked guys against oh. the wall. Oh. And he just gives a wave. And oh. gives <laughs> That's so funny. Amazing. <laughs> I, 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 it's also surrounded by quite big buildings around. Do you ever get complaints from people in the office buildings that see what's going on? Or is it too hard for them to work out who you are and what you're doing? Imagine getting that request as like a manager. Yeah, of, of a building. Like, <laughs> we really need you to sort <laughs> Out. The guys the having problem sex on the roof. and being filmed across. I mean, I'd be thrilled. Away. I'd just be asking for a window seat. <laughs> well, mostly it's only been recently that some of the guys have actually had sex up there, but mm-hmm. mostly um, we don't film sex up there. Oh, but you still got naked people on a rooftop. But still yeah. naked people on the roof. Um, mostly we shoot on the weekends. Oh yes, so oh, of course, because it's mostly mm, office buildings around. Yeah, there, oh, yeah. clever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, there is the uh, the Vic Uni Library. I I realised oh, yeah. recently overlooks the roof. Mm-hmm. I just I, in my mind I just like concentrate on the job and don't uh, <laughs> yeah, and like, don't get don't. in get in get out <laughs> yeah exactly and, uh, God I mean like hats off to your models basically because I would have performance anxiety if it was in a closed room with God, all the, the windows that, closed like, and all those buildings doing it on a rooftop surrounded by buildings and seeing like you know the Frankston train going past to Flinders Street Station would be fucking nerve-wracking I'd get so inspired fun. be free entertainment a lot of people like into that like performing yeah, yeah true of, yeah. actually yeah yeah um, and you, <laughs> <laughs> you you mentioned before that sometimes you've gotten in front of the camera for some of the shoots at what point do you kind of um, decide that you want to do that yeah, look, I, I don't, um, I don't like being in front of the camera okay. much anymore because yeah. you know I'm an old guy now and I'm not <laughs> as fit as I was. But it depends on what the models want, mm-hmm. because sometimes the guys would prefer to be doing something with someone mm-hmm. um, rather than being alone. Mm-hmm. And and it's kind of a test for for new models. They always mm-hmm. come in and do a solo shoot first, yeah, because I want to be able to see that they can p- perform before mm-hmm. we set them up in a couple shoot. Mm-hmm. And most of them are fine, um, but sometimes I've jumped in to help them out or do mm. something for, for them mm. um, to make it mm. a successful shoot. Sometimes I've jumped in because the shoot was going so badly, I thought like, I could rescue it. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that happens on this show sometimes yeah. as well, <laughs> but it sometimes, goes really badly. Sometimes those shoots just didn't make it onto the site. Yeah, right. They got lost. <laughs> I always think, like, I've seen a few porn videos mm. where... Yeah. It's been a solo and the actor has 
then like reached over to the cameraman's crotch and sort of like creepy hand coming. Yeah, (laughs) and they've sort of like then broken the fourth wall again, which I love, but got the production involved. And I always wonder, like, oh, is this person angling like for that? Yeah, like you know, are they doing? the mm. best job interview ever basically yeah and really getting involved in it i don't know that's just yeah. where my brain goes when i watch <laughs> yeah. pornography it's like what is this person's ulterior motive yeah. <laughs> whilst they're masturbating gay people quite often turn to porn to make up for failures in sex education is depicting a real and accurate sense of queer sex and sexuality a responsibility you engage with uh that's a, that's a big <laughs> question that was a, a big, big question, question. <laughs> yeah so yeah um no, I wouldn't think mm-hmm. so. I don't, you know, I don't think that, I don't think it's a good idea to look at porn for yeah. your, um, you know. A real depiction. For real <laughs> yeah. depiction. The photo shoots are directed. Mm-hmm. The videos are not. Yeah, okay. So what happens with the videos is after we finish the photo shoot, that will break and the guys will talk about what they want to do in the video. Okay. Yeah, right. And if I want them to do something in the video, mm-hmm. I'll tell them before the video because... Mm-hmm. I don't want to be stopping them because I want the the action in the video to go mm. naturally. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't care if the video goes for an hour or if it mm. goes for 10 minutes yeah. because I want it to go naturally mm. how they would normally have sex. Yeah. Mm. I, I feel like you're selling yourself short there a little bit, Ben. Whilst obviously it's not ideal for people to go to porn to get a sex education, unfortunately there is just not a gay sex education for most people in school or anything like that. And so we have nothing to go and look at. And there is a big problem with people looking at these Bellamy videos if that's your first exposure. You know, if you're into it once you've sort of worked out your sexuality and that sort of stuff, by all means go watch Bellamy. But I think there is a problem with people watching that sort of stuff with the one litre of cum and that sort of stuff and these impossible bodies. One litre of cum, sorry. (laughs) Um, And and unfortunately, at the end of the day, the fact is a lot of people do turn to porn for their sex education and your shoots are a lot more authentic and real Mm. than a lot of the other stuff there. And I think, you know, that's actually a a huge credit to your your company. That's just a compliment. It's only a question. (laughs) What do you have to say? (laughs) I I don't think that's necessary. Whether it's a conscious decision or not, I don't know. But I I think that's really... um, it's actually quite healthy to have that sort of porn there where it is a more natural unfolding of, of, of what yeah. would really happen. in. Mm. in a lot there. of that decision is about the fact that a lot of guys who are coming to do this may be doing it for the first time. Yeah. And I want them to be as comfortable as mm. possible mm-hmm. doing it so that it they go away feeling good about what they've just done. Mm-hmm. I don't want anything to be forced. Yeah. And, um, you know, so if, if a guy has nerves through it, and can't come, that's completely fine. Yeah. Because mm. that that's happens. That's quite nice yeah. to hear. Yeah. I guess you mm. kind of get this real picture of like a casting couch, like kind of creepy environment. Yeah. But like, it's nice to know that you care so much and that you are really concerned about people's, how comfortable they are. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I do want to see a porn that's absolutely accurate to the gay males. <laughs> like, I want to see a porn where a guy chats to someone for like three weeks on Grinder douches before they come around the whole then, process and the, the whole process and up. then the guy doesn't rock up and you end up watching, watching netflix yeah. for the rest of the night uh, yeah or it's just me at circuit at the end of the bar just slurring yeah, yeah, yeah. some twink <laughs> trying i want to watch that video on xtube and have it called like actual gay night yeah you know like hot <laughs> Realistic. Gay, you know? yeah and click on it and be like no this is that yeah is, yeah but yeah i i i also don't think it's necessarily a queer thing i i think gay men do look at a lot more porn for educational purposes. But I also think heterosexual men and women also refer to porn for this kind of idealized, Mm. like, what should I be doing in the bedroom? 
and I think it creates a whole lot of issues for oh, a yeah. whole lot of people. Yeah, depending on what you're looking at. Yeah, yeah, mm. absolutely. Yeah. And uh, it can also be very liberating for a lot of people. I mean, like, you know, when we're talking about the days of the dial-up internet, which, Carl, <laughs> you probably don't remember, but Luke and I had to live through, that was my exposure to, to, to mm. you know, I had sex edits at a Catholic school, so very reserved heterosexual sex education. So to see porn was actually, you know, quite liberating and quite exciting mm. and validating, really, to, to see this stuff that I'd imagined in my head played out by people. Well, some of the shit I do, I don't know where I would have learnt it otherwise. <laughs> some of the shit you do, I don't think I don't, should be like, I don't know what conversation or like what environment yeah. it would be okay for someone to teach that to me. Yeah, yeah. If not through porn. Yeah, all right, yeah. Fair so enough. there are some like yeah. benefits. Yeah. Another thing I want to know, on your website, you have quite like diverse people and when considering models does their junk size come into play like is that something you consider when well you do have some bigger and some smaller and quite a realistic depiction of yeah is there like a minimum or maximum Uh, (laughs) you must be this total yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) you can't ride ride this roller coaster (laughs) well i mean it's like anything i mean most models i will look to see their face first to Mm -hmm. see that they're a good looking model but sometimes if i scroll down and see a massive dick then i'm gonna be like well okay maybe i can excuse the face (laughs) (laughs) paperback but you know it's uh we do have guys with with all different size Mm -hmm dicks um there's quite often i will have models come around where i haven't seen they, they, they come around for a shoot mm-hmm. and i haven't seen their dick and i don't know their dick size yeah. mm-hmm. so <laughs> yeah it's it's always yeah it's always a nice surprise yeah. for me too mm. you know huh. it's personality too <laughs> i think some of the hottest porn actors are like they portray their personality yeah and a bit cheeky through, yeah. through their oh, yeah I was like, you said you, through their dick i was yeah, like how their penis. um <laughs> That's um, nice. Something I've started watching recently, which I, I've seen a lot of the stuff on your site, but there's a lot on there, so I haven't seen all of it, <laughs> is um, trans men, so the men that don't have dicks. Do, is that Have you ever done a shoot with a trans man, or, and is that something that you'd be open to doing? Uh, it is something that I would be open to doing, mm-hmm. and um, when I, in, during my travels, um, I have seen uh, quite a lot of uh, trans uh, escorts. Yeah. And I thought about doing it, but to, and I've spoken to you know, a couple about doing it, but mm-hmm. it never ended up happening. Yeah, so. right. But it's something that we might be able to look forward to in the future, perhaps. Yeah, it would be cool. And, Great. you know, I even thought about, you know, bisexual stuff because I've yeah, you know, cool. plenty of bisexual guys on the side. I mean, I also just like watching straight... Po- I mean, I definitely identify as gay, but straight porn's kind of fun mm-hmm. to watch as well. So, yeah, like yeah. a bisexual scene would be really cool. Yeah. As long as it's filthy. I'm- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, one more question about the technical side of it, Ben. Uh, one thing I've always wondered, I, I, it was my understanding that making and selling X-rated content is technically illegal in most Australian states but doesn't really seem like it's enforced and there's been loud advocacy in the past to update the legislation how do these laws impact your business and the Australian porn industry at large? Uh, well, I'm probably not the best person to ask about the legality okay. of, of porn. <laughs> <laughs> Just better to not ask questions, is that, yeah. Well, you know, I've, I've done a lot of research on this for, mm-hmm. you know, for, for my own sake because I don't want to be in trouble but um it really was difficult to actually find anything straightforward about it. Right. The only thing that, to me, that seems straightforward is that you're not allowed to host the porn on a server in Australia. Oh. Right. Okay, oh. that's interesting. So, so that, that, oh, that, that came in a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. And so my server is in, yeah. uh, in the US. Okay. 
Huh. So everything I publish is on that server. Yeah, because I don't know why I had this in my mind, but for some reason I thought that technically the only place you're allowed Canberra? to make or sell porn is Canberra. Yeah. That's what I thought too. Maybe yeah. I heard it from you. Oh. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> because Canberra, you know, you can get fireworks there. Soon you'll be able to buy weed there. I don't know why oh. it was just in my mind. And but... shoot porn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know. The um, the, the, the site is, is, um, is in the US and yeah. the credit card processing happens in Amsterdam. So. Okay. Um, Where all the best stuff happens, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so clever. Wow, I love stuff like that. Sneaky, yeah. sneaky. Mm, mm. <laughs> but I think that's the same with with anybody yeah. who's who's running a, running a porn site. You mm. will always. It, it's expensive to to host in Australia anyway, yeah. so you would always shop around for the best deal. Yeah. Mm. So it doesn't matter where you film it or produce it. It's just where the website is. Hosted. Well, I think what Ben's saying is that, as far as he's aware, yeah, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> oh, I see sure. what we're yeah, saying. Yeah, yes. yeah. Okay, I see. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I have a few more legal questions. I'd like we're starting our own site, <laughs> LukeandTom.com. <laughs> um, it's been such a pleasure to have you tonight, Ben. Yeah. Thank you for coming in and being on our show. And um, for letting us talk about pornography for yeah, 30 minutes or whatever. That was, <laughs> this has actually been very educational yeah. and a uh, mm. big fan of your work. So it's so nice to meet you in person. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, if people do want to check out your stuff, they can go to bentleyrace.com. Is that correct? Yes, of course. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's great to be back in the saddle and recording again. Yeah. It is. I've missed you guys. It's good. Yeah. I, I had a bit of that, like, you know that feeling when you're on school holidays and it's yeah. like the day before you go back to school yeah. and you're like, what has everyone been doing? And yeah. what are, like, am I still the cool kid? Yeah. You kind never were. Anxiety. I can tell you that, but... and, and you're not. Yeah. <laughs> and then I remembered you never were. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, nice no, but to it be is back. Like, look, I, th- I think we, we I feel really needed the, yeah. the, the break and I'm glad we mm. had a break, but I'm so mm. glad to be back. And thanks for putting guys. up with our break, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks for listening to our old content. No, what was it? <laughs> like our, our uh, I haven't our listened original. to it yet I'm it's, scared it's, it's a trial episode <laughs> a trial episode that we yeah. was never meant for human ears <laughs> uh, of course if you are in Adelaide you can come and see our live show which will be a lot like this but you'll be able to see us mm. uh, it's happening as part of Feast Festival and you can jump onto feast.org.au if you want to buy a ticket boom, November boom, 21st boom. that's right yeah. come down to A-Town and A-town. follow <laughs> us on all the socials and hey if you're feeling really passionate about the podcast go give us a nice review on, yeah. uh, on the uh, Apple Podcast mm. app and if you love Charlie XEX as much as I do. Oh, you can also <laughs> subscribe to our Patreon at um, patreon.com slash gaze revolting. Patreon.com slash gaze revolting pod. That's it, yes. That's it, that's correct. In our Big Brother Up Late After Hours um, show this week, we're going to talk about some some gays behaving badly oh at Charlie XEX yes. Um, yes. meet and greet. Yeah. Which I'm dying Big Brother to. starting soon. It is starting yes. soon. Yes, yeah. I was surprised you didn't apply. I oh, know I've put an application in for him. Oh my god, <laughs> that's just to get rid of him for a few months. That'd be know. fine. I'm open to it. I'll advertise the podcast. Guys. I could see you're the you're the right kind of bland to make it <laughs> like, all the so way true. to the end. So oh, you know Luke, what you've I mean? Been so nice. This I know you're holding <laughs> out. <laughs> Saved it for the end. Uh, oh. I'm so excited to be chatting about Charlie XCX. Mm. And, uh, but if you're not listening yeah. to that, we'll see you next week. Mm. Yeah. Bye. See you then. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 